Well, hey there, Anchor Church. I am so excited that you are tuning in to the online version of the message. I will go ahead and let you know that uh, this week and throughout the series of At The Movies, we are going to be able to record this a little bit differently because of the different restrictions as far as copyrights and whatnot are concerned for the movies. Same content, except for I'm just going to basically redo this exclusively for the internet. So, second time around might be better. Who knows? I don't know. But you know what? We're going to have fun either way. And something else I want to go ahead and mention that I want, uh, I, I'm looking forward to more opportunities to record uh, different podcasts and different things. So, in the future, in the near future, I hope to uh, do something called the Anchor Drop, which would be an additional resource, an additional podcast each week where we kind of interview somebody and talk to somebody about the message that we delivered on Sunday and uh, maybe even take it a little bit deeper and talk about some other things and some other thoughts that might come from the scriptures that were shared or maybe additional scriptures for you to be able to digest a little bit more throughout the week. So that's going to be coming soon, but I am looking forward to just being able to dive in a little bit more now on what we talked about on Sunday when we are at the movies for Ghostbusters, the movie Ghostbusters. And so on Sunday, I opened up with the scripture that is found in Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7, and it says this. It says that don't worry about anything, but in everything through prayer and petition with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all thought or understanding, will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. And so I mentioned that verse to be at the very beginning of the message simply because I wanted that to be the foundation of where we were going to be going in our discussion and being able to share about where God's heart is with the different things that we face when in, 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 uh, in regards to fears and in regards to uh, just unbelief. Uh, the movie Ghostbusters, there's some scary scenes. It's talking about ghosts and, and whether you think it's scary or not. When I was a kid, I was terrified, uh, but I still loved it. But um, there's, there's uh, different things in regards to fears in the movie. And there's also some thoughts on unbelief. And so in, in this verse, it says, don't worry about anything. Don't, don't be fearful about anything. But in everything, through prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. God wants to hear your requests. He wants to be able to hear your fears. He wants to be able to hear your thoughts and what's going on in your life. He already knows what's going on, but He wants to hear it from you. And here's the key thing in verse 7. It says, In the peace of God, which surpasses every thought or surpasses every understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. And so that is really kind of the foundation verse uh, of of how we can go to God with our fears and our and our unbeliefs, and uh, it's 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 important for us to be able to do that. And I shared a little story about um, some difficulties that my wife and I had when we were trying to get pregnant early on in our marriage. We went four years without having any kids, and uh, for me, I didn't know that at the time that my wife was having a very difficult time with this. It took her. Um, a few years to be able to have a child and, and we at one point thought that we weren't going to be able to have any and, and, and that's all Danil ever wanted was to be a mom and so there were times where she would tell me she said I, I would pray and I would curse at, at God and I'd say why why is this what you have me through right now Lord and, and help me with this and so you know that sounds bad to say that you're cursing um, but in all reality, that, that is really where the heart and the spirit of, of, a, of a prayer to God really is. And, and in those moments, Danelle was just giving all of this to him. She was not worrying and trying to stress about this anymore, not completely in an understanding tone of where, where and why she was in this position or why we were in that position. 
But she was making that request known to God. And then at some point, she did feel a peace. And, and, and that can't be explained. And that's exactly what Paul is talking about when he's writing this. And the peace which surpasses all understanding will guard our hearts. So God was protecting her. God was guarding her heart and her mind. And here's the thing about that verse. It says that he will guard our heart and give, give us the peace that surpasses all understanding. But it doesn't say that he'll actually remove us from that circumstance or he'll remove us from that situation. I think it's important to say that. So when we're going through tough times, you may not always understand, but give it to God. And there's a peace that comes. And, and when you do this, uh, you really are relying on Jesus you say, I don't get it. I don't understand why I'm in this situation, but it, it's giving it to him and it's relying on him. And what will happen is that he'll put his arms around you and he'll give you the strength that you need when you feel like you have none. And so at this point in the Sunday sermon, we showed a clip of Ghostbusters and I showed a clip of Peter, Dr. Peter Vakeman, Vakeman uh, when at the very beginning of the movie, he was going through a course of just unbelief. He did not believe, even though that he was soon to be a Ghostbuster, technically a Ghostbuster, he did not himself actually believe in the paranormal activity that was happening. But they go into this library, and there's the haunted librarian that was there, and they get to experience firsthand a few different things in regards to the ghost. And so in the movie, you know, whether you believe in ghosts or not, I don't believe in ghosts, but um, in the movie, Peter Vakeman becomes... A believer because of what he experienced and uh, we cut to the to the next part uh, of our sermon when I came back from that script uh, that uh, clip of the movie and we talked about fear and in Matthew chapter 14 we see uh, as I turn now into my Bible we see in Matthew chapter 14 that um, in a very famous story of 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 Jesus walking on the water uh, I'll go ahead and just read it here. It says in, in, in Matthew chapter 14, verse 22, it says, Immediately he, meaning Jesus, made the disciples get into the boat and go ahead of him to the other side. And while he dismissed the crowds, um, he went up into the mountain by himself to pray. And when evening came, he was there alone. But the boat was over a mile from land that the disciples were on, and it was battered by the waves because the wind was against them. And around three in the morning, he came toward them walking on the sea. When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and they cried out in fear. Immediately Jesus spoke to them, Have courage, it is I. Don't be afraid. And so in this story, we see that Jesus, this was right after he fed the 5,000, a very famous story of him feeding the multitudes. And he told the disciples to get into the boat before the crowds were even gone. And he said, hey, go to the other side of this sea. Go to the other side. There's a large sea. And he dismissed the crowds afterward. And, 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 and from that point, he went up onto the top of a mountain. And he just began to pray. It's just one of those times where Jesus was off by himself. And it's a good example for us to be able to go off by ourselves and spend some time in prayer. But Jesus goes and he's praying. And the disciples are crossing this sea. And it was about three o'clock in the morning when they were having a really tough time and the winds were at, uh, against them and, and they were terrified of sinking or anything else that could have possibly happened to them out there on the sea. And all of a sudden they see this figure, this man walking to them on the, onto the water. Now, you and I know this story and so we know that it's a story of Jesus walking on the water, but this was real life for them. They were experiencing this for the very first time. They had no clue what would have been happening. And so from a distance they saw Jesus and they thought, oh my goodness, this is a ghost. It's one of the, the, the rare moments in, in Scripture that we see this. But 
in the original translation, it really is just a, a, an un, un, not even understanding of what they could have possibly seen. Uh, something, a figure of some sort was walking towards them, and they, they were just absolutely terrified because it was unexplainable. And so Jesus is walking towards them, and he tells them this. He says this after they cry out in terror. He says, have courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. And so Jesus is calling to them and saying, hey, listen, don't be terrified. Don't be worried. Don't be scared. And so when in, in any time in our life when we're going through a difficult time and we're terrified, we're scared, maybe even going through some disbelief, but anytime that we're facing any type of fear, it could be a real fear, a fear of, of snakes like mine, I'm terrified of snakes. It could be a real fear um, in that sort of sense, or it could be just a fear of just the unknown, of not knowing what we're going to be facing in the future, or not knowing what's going to happen with our kids or our parents or our relationships that we have or, or our job or just whatever it is that we fear in this world. Jesus doesn't want that for us. He wants so much more and he wants, us to bring, he wants to bring us out of that. He wants to take us away from our fear. And so he's calling out to you right now. And no matter what it is that you're going through that you could be terrified of or you're scared of, he's saying, have courage. Don't worry. I'm here. Don't be afraid. And so when Peter Vagman was going through this, they all came running out of that library in fear. They, they did not do the Ghostbuster thing and, and, and take care of the ghost. They were absolutely just scared out of their minds and they came running out of that library. But one thing that I shared with, uh, with everybody on Sunday morning was this, that fear and faith go hand in hand. That when we get to a point where we are absolutely terrified of the future, the unknown, or even something as, 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 as silly as a snake, that, that when we go into a place of fear, Jesus is calling us into a place of faith. And, and, and we can't really experience faith like the disciples had on that boat in that water unless we go through a period of fear. And faith can drive me to do things out of my comfort. Things that I might be fearful of and they might be fearful, uh, that, that same thing for you, that it might drive you things out of your comfort zone and things that you're fearful of. But when I take that fear out of my hands, when we take that fear out of our hands and we place it in Jesus' hands, that's when we can really, truly begin to experience peace. Faith causes us to face our fears. See, fear and faith go hand in hand, but faith causes us to face our fears, and then it builds confidence. In the next scene that I shared in the movie of Ghostbusters, the Ghostbusters go and they get called for their first ghost, and it's in a hotel. It's actually Slimer, the one that's just eating all the food, the big green blob. And we showed the clip of, of Slimer just eating, and they eventually... Uh, are terrified, but they get to face this ghost and they finally reel it in and capture it. And so we can face our fears and we can grow in confidence and be able to experience things and be able to go through life's experiences and be able to overcome our fears based on the confidence that we gain. So we might be able to go through different periods of life that might have caused us to go into fear the last time, but, but when we place that fear into Jesus's hands and then we get to experience it one more time. We're a little bit more confident in what might happen because the previous time we saw what Jesus did when that was in his hands. And our faith begins to grow. And so in that scene, the Ghostbusters 
we're a little bit more confident because of their previous experience. And even in our fear and even in our doubts, we should be able to take those things to Him and allow our confidence to grow, allow our faith in Him to grow. And I shared something very, very practical and very, very simple for those of us that are going through difficult times and going through hard times and the decisions that we have to make. It's a very practical and it's a very old school uh, term that I happen to find, um, but I, I believe that it has new life in every single one of us, and it's the word halt. When wherever we're about to make a decision, if we're going through any of these things, H, if we're hungry, A, if we're angry, L, if we're lonely, or T, if we're tired, H-A-L-T, halt. If we're going through any of those things, hungry, angry, loneliness, or tiredness, we need to halt. We don't need to be making the decisions that we need to make. And so often, when we're hungry, when we're angry, when we're hangry, when we're lonely, and when we're tired, we make decisions that we would not make otherwise. And we should prevent ourselves from making those. And those are the times that when we begin to get experience going through these things, when we're fearful, we're going through an unbelief, in whatever it is that we're going through, whatever obstacle or circumstance that we find ourselves in life, when we're hungry, when we're angry, when we're lonely, or when we're tired, we should not make those decisions and we should halt. We should prevent ourselves from that. I remember being terrified of Rescue 911 when I was a kid. I was lonely watching Rescue 911 and being absolutely terrified that somebody was going to be breaking into my house at just any given moment whenever I'm alone. I find myself actually talking to myself out loud with the thought that maybe there's somebody in the house whenever I'm home alone and as if they're just going to think, oh, that guy's friendly. He's, you know, I, I can hear, I hear, hello, I hear you. Nobody ever answers, but in my fear, that's what I say. But we can halt. You know you make bad decisions when you're hungry. You know you make bad decisions when you're angry. When you're lonely, when you're by yourself, you know you make bad decisions, and when you're tired, it is all too often that we will make bad decisions. We'll react differently in all of these. So the challenge is to halt when you're going through these and be able to experience Jesus in these moments by giving them to Him. And the next clip in the, in the movie I showed, at the very end of the movie, Dan Aykroyd's character is, uh, I don't know if he's hungry or whatever's going on in his mind, but he is asked to choose his destructor and he chooses the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. And we showed a clip of the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man marching through the city and, um, and just how even silly that is. But we make bad decisions when we are going through those times. And so uh, I cut back in to the sermon and I talked about Jesus when he's walking on the water towards the disciples and how the disciples saw Jesus on the water and they assumed or they thought that he was a ghost. And they thought, this is the absolute worst that we could ever be in. We're on this boat. It's been forever since we've been trying to row across to the other side. It's three in the morning. The waves are coming against us. We're going to die out here in this water. And Jesus comes walking out to them. Now, if you were ever to go over to the other side of the world, in Jeru to Jerusalem or to Israel, and to be able to experience and see this countryside and see where this sea is, I have not done it myself, but I have heard stories from people that have been there. You can actually stand on that mountain where Jesus was praying. And you can look down onto that water, onto that sea. And here's the cool thing about that story. Jesus, when he was on that mountain, he can see the entire lake. He could see the entire sea. 
So when the disciples were going through the things that they were going over, going through, Jesus was looking over them. He could see them the entire time. When we are going through our most difficult times in life, when we feel like we're alone, or we're scared, Jesus is also looking after us. He can see us. And so we should take our troubles and our fears and give them to him. He's not going to remove us completely from that situation every single time, but he will give us the peace that surpasses all understanding. In the same story or in the other story that we talked about uh, on Sunday, we talked about Thomas and his doubting situation. And those of you that know scripture at all, you know about Thomas and how he was considered a doubter. And he said, I'm not going to see, I'm not going to believe anything until I actually see it with my own hands. And in John chapter 20, Verse 24, it says this, but, the 12, but of the twelve, Thomas, called twin, was not with them when Jesus came. So when the other disciples kept telling him, we have seen the Lord, he didn't believe them. He said, if I, don't put the, if I don't see the mark of the nails in his hands or put my finger into the mark of the nails and put my hand into his side, I will never believe. And after eight days... This is after Jesus' resurrection. His disciples were indoors again, and Thomas was with them. And even through the, even though the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them, and he said, Peace to you. Notice that Jesus is offering peace in a terrified moment for them. And he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and observe my hands. Reach your hand and put it into my side. Don't be an unbeliever, but a believer. And Thomas responded to him, My Lord, my God. And Jesus said, because you have seen me, you have believed. Those who believe without seeing are blessed. This is a undercut a little bit to Thomas because of his unbelief and not being able to see and how blessed we are truly to be able to believe and not actually see Jesus. But here's what's cool about this story. Thomas made this declaration to say, hey, if I don't, if I don't see it with my own hands... If I, don't see it with, if, I don't, if I don't feel it with my own hands, if I don't see it with my own eyes, I am not going to believe. And Jesus didn't owe Thomas anything. But yet Jesus arrived. He put himself in the room. He didn't knock on the door and open the door. He just put himself in that room. He put himself in that situation and in that scenario. And he made himself known. You, you and I don't deserve anything from Jesus, but yet he's given it to us. We don't deserve to have everlasting life because of what uh, we've done, but he's given us life for what he did. We don't deserve anything, but Jesus gives us everything. So today I want to challenge you with the thoughts of of what you might be doing this next week. What can you do when you are facing your unbeliefs? When you are facing your fears? Can you make that request known to God? Can you give it to Him? It's simply just spending some time with Him in prayer and saying, God, I, I'm going through some stuff right now. I know that you know that I'm going through some stuff, but I want to tell you a little bit about it. And I just pray that you would be able to relieve this from me. I don't want this in my hands. This needs to be in your hands. I can't do anything about this. I can't do anything about my kids. I can't do anything about my job or my boss. I can't do anything about my parents. I can't do anything about my spouse. 
It's only going to be through you. So Jesus, take this off of my plate. Take this out of my hands and put it in your hands. I don't know where you are today and what you're going through, but I would challenge you to make your request known to God. He already knows. He just wants to hear it from you. I shared this thought with everybody on Sunday. I said, if we're not praying those prayers, then how is God going to answer them? That's a powerful thought. And simply the easiest thing that we could possibly do, but sometimes it's one of the most difficult things that we ever do, is just to humble ourselves and give it to God. And I would challenge you to do that this week. I hope you have a great week, a great rest of your week. And whenever you're listening to this, I hope that you check us out at Anchor Church any Sunday at 1030 a.m. You can find us online at www.anchorchurch.life. Please send me an email. My email is justin at anchorchurch.life. I would love to hear from you, and I would love to be able to help you in any way possible. So please look us up and check us out. We're here in Maitland, Florida. We love you, and we hope that you have a great day.